You're listening to the Presence Pioneers Podcast. I want to help you hear God's voice. I believe God is speaking to you. And I want to share today four ways He's speaking and help you to hear God's voice in prayer. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Hope you guys are doing awesome. We're going to talk about hearing the voice of God today. Let's dive right in. The first thing we need to understand is that prayer is communication with God. So a lot of people say, what is prayer? Prayer is talking to God. No, prayer is not talking to God. Prayer is talking with God. God. It's a relationship and it's a conversation. And any kind of healthy relationship requires back and forth two-way communication. It requires speaking, but it also requires listening. And so if we're going to be people of prayer, people that have intimacy with Jesus and with the Lord, we're going to have to hear his voice uh, as we also bring our petitions and our requests and our intercession to God as well. In John 10, 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So Jesus makes it clear that he is the good shepherd, and that those who are his sheep, his followers, Christians, they know him and they hear his voice. So if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Jesus, you do hear his voice. So maybe the challenge, if you say, well, I don't think I hear Jesus's voice, maybe the problem is not hearing his voice. Maybe the problem is you're not discerning his voice. Maybe you're hearing it and you don't realize that he's speaking to you. So I want to share today four ways that God is speaking. And my hope is that you'll realize that the good shepherd is speaking to you and that through interacting with him, hearing him, uh, that you will experience deeper and deeper intimacy with God and a more enjoyable prayer life because just feeling like we're throwing our prayers up to the ceiling to a God that may or may not talk back to us can be very challenging. But having a real relationship with God where you're going back and forth and interacting with Him in a real way is one of the, I mean, it's, it's the most joyful thing, most satisfying thing, most pleasurable thing in the universe. And so, how do we hear God's voice? I want to give you four ways for me that uh, I believe we can experience the voice of God. Number one is through the Bible. The Bible is vital. The Bible is God's word to us. Every verse in the scriptures is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's divine, and it gives us a bedrock of truth to build our lives upon. So God's never going to speak in a way that contradicts the Bible. So we need to know the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. So when we read the, the Bible, we hear God's voice. One of the ways this happens is we're just reading and all of a sudden a certain verse sort of jumps off the page to us and where it sticks out to us or it makes us question something or we see it in a way we haven't seen before. Have you ever had that happen before? That is God speaking to you. He's high, It's like he's taking his 
highlighter of the Holy Spirit and highlighting that verse for you, and it's jumping out. And that's on purpose, God's speaking something. So figure out what that is. Take a moment, dwell on it, pr pray about it, talk to Him about it. And, uh, and God's wanting to say something to you through those verses that are sticking out on those pages. You know, in Ephesians 1, 17 and 18, Paul prays for the church that the eyes of their heart would be enlightened, that God would give them a spirit of revelation and open the eyes of their heart. That's what happens when we are prayerfully reading the Bible and the words that were just there on a page all of a sudden come alive and they have insight and they have depth or they have application to our lives. We have a spirit of revelation. We go, oh, wow, that's what you mean, God? And that is what we're longing for. That's God speaking to us. Now, it's good to read the Bible, even if we don't have those aha moments. And, and that's valuable. And that's God's word, too. Um, but we, we really want to also pursue that spirit of revelation uh, where, we're, where we're reading the Bible, not just for information, but we're reading the Bible as a way to interact with God himself, knowing that this is his voice and his word to us. The other thing the Bible helps us to do, at least for me, is it really helps me to discern the tone of God's voice, the tone of his voice. Now, I'm old enough to remember back in the day when I was a kid, somebody would call on our phone and we didn't we didn't know who was calling. So we didn't have caller ID. We didn't have cell phones. It, the phone just rang and you had to pick it up and see who was on the other, other, other line. So you picked up and say, hey, and they said, hey. And so one thing you could do is if there's somebody that you talk to on the phone regularly is you could pick up the phone and say hello and they'd say hey and you could immediately know who that person was just by the tone of their voice. They said hey and you knew it was your sister, or your friend or your brother or your mom or whatever because you recognized the tone of their voice. Now, I think as we read the Bible, we get a sense of what God's like what's in his heart, how he communicates, so that when he does speak to us through some of these other ways I'm going to talk about, we recognize it. So the Bible helps us to be tuned. It helps us to be sensitive and discerning to the other ways the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. Uh, otherwise, we pick up the phone and we go, hello, and God goes, hello, and we don't know it's him, right? Makes me think of that story of Samuel where he was a boy and God kept saying, Samuel, Samuel, and he kept thinking it was Eli speaking to him. And and finally, he realized, well, God's speaking to me. I didn't even realize that that was God's voice. And that can happen to us as well. But staying in the scriptures and, and reading and studying and meditating on God's word in a way that, that is relational, that anticipates interaction with God, will help us to, to understand God's voice and to, to be more discerning uh, in trying to hear him and have a relationship with him. All right. So number one is the Bible. Number two, the other way that God speaks, and for me, this is the most common way, I would say, other than the Bible that God speaks to me, is through what I call impressions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Through impressions. So God's voice is actually very rarely audible in my experience. I know some people claim to have heard God audibly through their ears, but when, when God speaks to Christians, you know, we have the Spirit of God inside of us. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. So many times it's an internal thing. And so what we have to do is learn to discern the Spirit of God inside of us, bringing things to our mind, bringing ideas, bringing phrases to our minds, and speaking to us that way. So I believe these, what I call impressions, are one of the main ways God speaks 
A book that really helped me on this is a book by Mark Verkler called Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice. Probably the best book I've ever read on this topic. But he says this, recognize God's voice as spontaneous thoughts which light upon your mind. I love that. Many times when God speaks, it's not just our normal thoughts, but it's something spontaneous. It seems random or unexpected and something pops into our mind, so to speak. Pay attention to things that pop into your mind. Pay attention to the spontaneous ideas, especially if you're praying, if you're worshiping, if you're at church, if you're trying to be with God, if you're pursuing Him and you have a spontaneous idea that comes to your mind and it doesn't contradict Scripture, that's probably God speaking to you. Pay attention to that. If you're pursuing Him, He's going to speak to you and it's going to probably come as a random thought that pops into your mind, into your imagination And especially if you're in his presence, you're at church, you're worshiping, you're praying, that's probably the Lord trying uh, to speak to you. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. Uh, sometimes it's, it's, it's even like a feeling. It's an unexpected uh, emotion that comes. Sometimes it's a word or a phrase that comes. Sometimes it's an idea that comes um, in our in our imagination, but th- this is probably one of the main ways that God speaks. And again, being in the Scriptures, being in God's Word, helps us to discern what impressions are from God, and helps us to realize when something comes to our mind that's not biblical. Okay, that's not God, or we or He says something in a way, and we go, "Wait a second, that idea feels the tone of it. Kind of seems like the God I've been reading about in the Bible." I think that's you, God. Is that you, God? <laughs> and then you can actually begin to converse with him and you can go back and forth. This is one of the ways we can really have a relationship with God in a real way. God has given us the Holy Spirit um, and invite the Holy Spirit to come, to fill you, to speak to you, to speak through you. And uh, and he will do it. And we just got to believe it in faith that as these things come to our mind in prayer, uh, that they're not just random. I believe there's a lot of people that are hearing God and they're not realizing that it's Him who's speaking through these impressions. All right, number three, 
way to hear God's voice is through wise counsel. Wise counsel. There's this great story in Acts 15. I love it. It's the Jerusalem Council. I love it, number one, because they talk about the tabernacle of David in it. But they're trying to decide an important church issue. So they've got all the the apostles, elders. I mean, these are all the Christian leaders in, in Christianity up to that point. All the key leaders have actually come together in one place to decide what are we going to do about Gentiles who are becoming Christians? How much do we want to make them acclimate to Jewish culture was sort of the question they were asking. And so you think, well, they're going to need to have an audible voice of God or someone's going to have a prophetic vision with three confirmations, and then they're going to know exactly what God wants them to do. But what it says they did is they had a discussion. It says they was pretty heated debate. They observed what God was doing. Uh, the apostle uh, James brought up some scripture. They looked at the Bible. They looked at what was happening. They talked together. And then it says in Acts 15, 28, that the re- they made their decision. And when they were communicating it, they said this, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. It seemed good. I love this. You've got the key leaders, all of the key leaders, the elders, the apostles, the pastors who are gathered together. This is Peter, John, you know, Paul. These guys are all together in one place and they're going, God, what do we do for the future of Christianity? How do we do this? And the best, the most clarity they could get was it seemed good to us in the Holy Spirit. I love that. Uh, it provides so much relief to me that I don't always have to know for sure, right? But they got together. You know, they 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 were in the midst of wise counsel. Spirit filled believers were there together. They talked through it, and the, what seemed good to them in the context of wise counsel was the will of God. That was God speaking. He didn't need to bring a prophetic word and a vision and all this kind of things because he was in each of them and and they knew exactly what they needed to do as they talked through it because the Spirit of God was in them and they were all um, feeling led to go in the same direction. So I would really encourage you to heed wise counsel. Sometimes we want to get an audible voice of God or something like that and God's speaking to us through our pastor, through our parents, through a mentor, through someone that's older, wiser than us. And we, we need to realize, okay, God, that's you. So if you, if you, especially if you've got major decisions to make and you're trying to hear from God, I urge you, get wise counsel. So much clarity comes from counsel in my experience. And so find people uh, who know the Lord, who are mature in Jesus, get some input, look at the scriptures. And sometimes you just have to make a decision and say, it, seem, it seems good to me in the Holy Spirit. And you have a biblical basis to make decisions like that and trust that uh, if the wise counsel around you seems, says it's a good idea, seems like a good idea to you, that you can probably just go for it. All right, number four, God speaks through dreams and visions. Uh, all throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, God would speak visually. I mean, you guys have probably heard the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. So visions, dreams, uh, pictures, images, Moving, moving images and still images are very powerful and carry a message. And God would, would consistently speak in these ways. Jesus spoke through parables. Apostle John had vivid visions in the book of Revelation. And so for some people, God speaks through visions, through uh, their imagination. You know, if you think about closing your eyes 
And you can picture something in your imagination. It's like a movie screen in your brain. You imagine this vision, you know, you could insert your own image in there. You can recall a memory or you can paint a picture in your own imagination as you close your eyes. That that, that space there, God can project his vision and his uh, image onto that same space in your mind and into your brain. And he can speak to you um, through those through those visions. Some people, this happens very dramatically. Some people have said that they've had their eyes open and they literally see something called an open vision, where it's like, you know, the what's really around them either disappears or or there's something projected over top of reality uh, where God speaks that way. For a lot of people, it's while they sleep, they have dreams, or it's while they're in prayer and, and something comes into the visual part of their mind from God. And uh, I've had had some of these moments in prayer and worship where God speaks to me in that way, dreams that I believe that are from God as well. Again, dreams and visions and anything God speaks is not going to contradict Scripture. So we need to have our foundation in the Word of God. But I found certain people, I think especially people that are particularly prophetic, um, tend to hear God more in dreams and visions, whereas some people don't seem to get as many um, but that's certainly a way that God speaks, not just with words and ideas and impressions, but also visually as well. So I hope this is helpful to you. If you are a Christian, again, God is speaking. I believe it. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. So part of having a relationship with God is not just us speaking to him, but him speaking to us. That is prayer. Prayer is not just conversation to God, it's conversation with God. It's talking with Him, not talking to Him. And I believe we need to hear the voice of God and learn to discern the voice of God more and more. He wants to lead us and guide us. And also, it's a lot of fun, and it's really cool that God wants to speak to us. It's amazing. So I hope that's helpful to you. Let me pray for you. God, I pray that those who tune in to this episode, that they would hear your voice more and more, that they would discern your voice. I pray for the release of dreams and visions and impressions. God, I pray for wise counsel to speak truth. God, speak through your people to other people. God, I pray for the humility and the faith to believe that you speak to us. Uh, we want to hear your voice, and we thank you that we have the privilege of knowing you and being in relationship with you, God. We love you, Lord. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Uh, be sure you're following or subscribed on whatever podcast app or on YouTube or email, however you're connecting with us. If you're on YouTube, give us that thumbs up, leave us a comment. If you're on Apple, if you haven't left us a review, that would be great or a rating so that more people can find the podcast. I would really appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Don't forget God's presence changes everything. <laughs>